Hey everyone, I'm Kevin McMillan from Mile 2 Church in Saskatoon, and I want to thank you for joining us as we begin an overview of the New Testament. This is a course that we've put together just to help all of us understand the New Testament in a greater way from different perspectives. So we're going to be looking at it um, as a faith-based book, we're going to be looking at it as literature, we're going to be looking at it as history, and all of this is going to help us gain a greater understanding, not just of the New Testament itself, but our goal, of course, is to understand Jesus and God better, because really what we want is the bottom line for this, is that we can all grow in our relationship with Jesus, because really that's what the New Testament is all about. So this course is going to have eight sessions. The first session, this one, is just going to be a brief introduction into the New Testament, what it is and how how we can be approaching it. The second session is just going to be a brief history of what led up to the birth and the inception of the New Testament, the birth of Jesus and the birth of the early church. Then the third and fourth sessions are going to be all about the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Following that, we're going to be looking at the book of Acts and the early church. That's the fifth session. The sixth session is about the development of the New Testament itself, the actual scriptures. And I think you'll find that both thought-provoking and very interesting and very edifying, I think, too. After that, we're going to start looking at the epistles, and so the seventh session is going to be about the Pauline epistles, the epistles that Paul wrote, and then the final session finishes off the epistles, Hebrews to Jude, and then, of course, the book of Revelation, which is always interesting to talk about. So when we look at the New Testament, we can just look at it as the story of Jesus and of the early church, and so it's crucial for us as Christians. It really is, in a sense, a cornerstone in our faith walk. Now, because it's the story of Jesus and the story of the church, you can look at it as history, but it's actually much more than history, and I think most of you will understand this. We at Mile 2 Church don't just look at the New Testament as history. I'm just going to read what we have on our website about what we believe about the New Testament. It says, we believe the entire Bible is, inspired, is the inspired Word of God, the product of the Holy Spirit inspiring people to write the very words of Scripture. Because it is inspired, we believe it is accurate, authoritative, and without error. So it's, it's good to know that this is the starting point. This is how we're looking at it. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 puts as well also. It says, all Scripture is God-breathed. God-breathed meaning inspired. And it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correction, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God, that's all of us, may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so this is really our final authority for both belief and practice. Now, I understand that perhaps you're watching this and you might not look at the New Testament in that way. You might simply look at it as a history book, and I don't want to put you off. I encourage you to keep watching because what we're going to be looking at, as I mentioned, we're not just looking at it as the basis for our faith. We are going to be looking at it as history and literature, uh, a little bit of archaeology even, uh, as far as that goes. So I think you'll find it quite interesting, regardless of where you are in your faith walk. Uh, because the whole point about seeing it as uh, the basis of our faith, it has to be received by faith. We can't just, we can't prove it scientifically, we can't prove it academically or anything like that. It is something that has to be received by faith. And so regardless of where we are in our faith walk, but uh, particularly for those 
of us Christians who are really quite dedicated to this, it's so important that we learn to read it well, that we read it wisely, and that we read it intelligently. And so that's really what we're going to be focusing on in uh, the next eight sessions that we are together. Now this is an overview. So this is just taking a, an overarching look at the entire New Testament. We can't be looking at really any detail or very, very few details, um, but this is a really important way to look at it. Years and years ago, most of the teaching and preaching I did was um, topical. We t picked a topic like healing or salvation or sanctification, you know, some of these issues that uh, Christians deal with, and we would focus one message or a series of messages on one topic. And that's great, that's really good. But then I started to listen to and do more of what we call expository preaching, where we start from the beginning of one of the books of the Bible and we just go verse by verse through the entire book until we get to the end. And what I discovered is that you get quite a different view of Scripture as you do that. Rather than just finding this verse and this verse and this verse and putting them together, we find out what's the context that that verse was written in. And it's so important to have that bigger view. In that, in that case, it's the view of an entire book of the Bible. But what we're looking at is the entire New Testament, which gives us a much bigger picture, uh, obviously, as well. It's important to study a verse. You can spend weeks studying one verse. It's important to study words. It's important to study a passage or a chapter. But understanding the bigger picture is also crucial because you probably know the expression, it's easy to miss the trees, excuse me, easy to miss the forest for the trees. You can be so focused on a tree that you miss the bigger picture. And what I found is that when you begin to understand the forest, and even in a literal sense, when you begin to understand a forest as a community of trees that all actually interact with one another, then you appreciate the forest in a greater way, but you also get to appreciate individual trees in a greater way. I believe the same thing is true with the New Testament. As you get a bigger picture of what it's all about uh, in the big sense, you can appreciate and understand uh, the little parts of it, the part, shouldn't say little parts, but the separate parts of it that sometimes we, we tend to pick apart and see on their own. We find nothing's on its own. Everything is connected. You see, the Bible tells a story. From beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation, the Bible tells us a story. Yes, of course, there's doctrine in the Bible. There's teaching. Uh, you see life application in the Bible. For sure there is that. But all of it is in the context of a story. We call that a narrative. The word narrative simply means a story. And without the bigger picture, without understanding the bigger story, sometimes the points of doctrine or life application don't fully make sense to us. For instance, why should I be generous? Well, the Bible says be generous. It said in 2 Corinthians 9 that God loves a cheerful giver. Well, yeah, that's true. And God will make all grace abound to him, etc., etc. You know, there are those individual scriptures that talk about being generous. But if that's all you know about being generous, you're going to miss a bigger point and you won't understand why you need to be generous. Well, God loves it. Yes, but there's a reason. And so understanding all of Scripture will help that. You know, for instance, why did Jesus have to die on the cross? That's a really important question to answer. And unless you know the big picture, and in this case, you actually need to understand some of the Old Testament so that you can put it all together, this is why Jesus had to die on the cross. 
You, you know he had to, but only when you get the big picture can you fully understand that and then appreciate what that meant, what that meant for Jesus and what that meant for us, for the entire church. Now, of course, this is an overview. I, as I said, there can't really cover details. I can only cover a little bit. So if you're listening along and you think I'm leaving out some stuff, you're right. In fact, I'm leaving out almost everything. I just have to focus on little bits that will help us hopefully get the bigger picture. So I want to talk about the context uh, of the New Testament. How, how is it that it came about when it did? To do this, we have to look back into some history. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit because sometimes when you think of history, depending on who you are, you might think, boring. You know, history is not perhaps your favorite subject in school and you're not really interested in right now because it was dull. When you took it, it was dull. And history can be dull and it can be boring. But also history can be fabulous. It can be fascinating. It can be really, really interesting. And in fact, it's really important for us to understand who we are, why we are at this place in our culture, in our society today. We can really only understand it if we can look back and find out how it is that we got here. So is it really important to study history? Well, you know, all through Scripture, God commands us and he tells us, remember the things that I have done. Remember. Paul wrote in the New Testament, these things were written, he's talking about the Old Testament, for our admonition, for our learning, for as an example to us. So scripture tells us we do need to know some history just so that we can understand God, understand his place in our lives and our place obviously in his life. We are to remember the works of God. Because when people forget the works of God, things go really, really badly. And we can see this throughout history. We can see this, unfortunately, throughout church history. People forgot the main point of what the gospel is all about because they forgot their history and they got off track. Another reason, or maybe another way of understanding the importance of learning history, is history is like a memory. We go back and find out about our earlier life as a church. Think of it this way. A human being who has no memory is in trouble. We understand, perhaps you know someone who is suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's and they've lost their memory. They can't remember much about their lives. They don't even necessarily know what happened today or yesterday. Well, it's very difficult to live a life that way. It's very difficult to live wisely and make good decisions. So in the big picture, it's important for the church to understand its history so that we as the church can make wise decisions as well. I believe that studying history helps give us a sense of identity because we, we don't just see ourselves as I'm this one person living here at this time, but I see, oh, there's a way bigger context that I'm part of. And it's not just 20 years or 30 years or 50 or 100 years. It's 2,000 years of church history and then thousands of years before that as well. And related to that, I think it also then encourages humility because we see it's not all about me. You know, this, this world is not all about me right now at this time. I'm just part, I'm, you know, I'm a piece of a very much bigger puzzle. And so it helps put our lives into perspective. So I, I, I hope that as we go and, and look at this, uh, we're not just looking at it as dry history, just simple facts and figures, but living history of real people and how they impacted the, the time that they lived in, how they impacted the New Testament, and therefore how they impacted our lives as well. So the New Testament, it's very safe to say the New Testament is the fulfillment 
of the Old Testament. The New Testament is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. You see, the Old Testament is a story, as I said, the whole Bible is a story, but the Old Testament is a story, however, it's not a finished story. It's not a closed story. There are all sorts of loose ends, you might put it that way, in the Old Testament. Things that the Old Testament brought up and issues that it brought up, promises that were made in the Old Testament but were never fulfilled in the Old Testament. I mean, right off the bat, at the beginning in Genesis chapter 3, in the Garden of Eden, God promises this. He says this to the serpent, if you remember the story of the fall. God says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed, and he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Well, that was a wonderful promise right at the beginning of humanity, but it wasn't fulfilled during the time of the Old Testament. Ezekiel says this much later on, many hundreds of years later, chapter 11, verse 19 says, Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them. This was a promise that God made to his people. And take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. Wonderful promise. But the Old Testament people weren't, they didn't see it because it didn't happen in their time. Joel chapter 2, 28, I will, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Well, that wasn't the Old Testament days. These were days that these things were fulfilled in the New Testament. And so this is the point, though. The Old Testament is an unfinished story. And so the New Testament completes it. And it also reveals God's uh, solutions to many of the problems that were raised in the Old Testament, particularly, of course, the issue of sin, human brokenness, fallenness. The New Testament brings the solution for that. So it picks up where the Old Testament left off. There's about a three or four hundred year gap between the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament, but it picks up that story and it actually tells it not just up to our point now, but it tells it to the very end of time. So even the New Testament there's a whole bunch of the future that it tells that we haven't seen yet. And so we are all part of this story. That's really what makes it so exciting, is that we're part of the story of God and his work among uh, humanity here on the earth. And so while we're waiting for the very end, it's good for us to know how do I best live my life. And learning more about the New Testament is a crucial uh, step uh, in that process. So again, thanks for joining us for this. This is the end of the first session. Uh, again, you can go to the link on the page there, download some notes. Every one of the sessions will have uh, some notes that you can download just so that you can follow along and you can keep for your records later on if you want to have some uh, information for the future as well. And I hope that you're going to join us for the second session. Thanks very much.